Welcome to the DNA Talks podcast, where we take on the mission of unlocking the code of your genetics. This season is all about you, upgrading your health, not just on the surface, but down to the root cause. Join us as your clinicians at the DNA company investigate your DNA and beyond. The intention of this podcast is to enhance your lifestyle by changing what is in your control. This does not substitute the medical advice given by your personal doctor, therapist, and other healthcare professionals. Hello, everybody. I'm Bryce Wild, functional medicine expert with well over 25 years into my journey in clinical nutrition, supplementation, and functional medicine. And at VenMed here in Toronto, Canada, where I'm broadcasting live to tape, I combine the latest scientific discoveries with time-honored remedies from around the world. And as co-founder very proudly of the DNA company. I am passionate about unlocking personalized health through genomics. I'm honored to have you meet John Hewlett. He is the heart and soul behind Cardio Miracle with us today, a proud uh, product born ultimately out of his own personal scare and quest for healing, which of course we'll hear all about. This pivotal moment in his life led him to abandon his very lucrative financial career and devote 16 years to advocating for nitric oxide, the topic of today. His relentless research culminated in the creation of Cardio Miracle, and that was back in 2013, and now hailed as the go-to nitric oxide supplement on the market. A visionary, a survivor, John's dedication to spreading the word about nitric oxide and its life-changing effects is not just his profession, but his mission. So welcome, sir. And I have also have a very uh, second special guest with us, Stanford Graham. He's on the show today, and he is the Dynamic uh, Senior Marketing Associate at Santa Cora International, which, of course, is the organization behind this game-changing nitric oxide supplement, Cardio Miracle. This individual is a blend of entrepreneurial lawyer and a nutritional expert and enthusiast. Stanford co-founded a very successful law firm uh, back in the day, previous life, and traveled the world, traveled the globe to dive deep into international commodities. And his passion is now for nutrition, fitness, and biological science. And it has been a 30-year journey, not just a brain, but brawn too. Stanford <laughs> is on a quest to shatter the world record in the 50 plus men's mile run. A man of the world, fluent in Italian and a student in Hebrew. He's a devoted family man, a father and a grandfather. Gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for joining us on the DNA Talks. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be with you, Bryce. Excellent to be with you as well. Today, we are talking enhancing cardiovascular health. It's a broad topic, but with a very specific focus, a deep dive into heart health, genomics, and vascular blood flow with nitric oxide, particularly using Cardio Miracle. But you know, before we get into problem solution, if you will, the journey to Cardio Miracle. John, let's start off with you. Your journey with Cardio Miracle started with a very personal health crisis. Please share with us, you know, that pivotal moment, uh, how it all ignited this passion to seek natural solutions for cardiovascular health. Well, thank you. Thank you, Bryce. Being an entrepreneurial uh, marketing person, uh, I was in the financial services business, uh, probably considered a workaholic, even though I, of course, I loved my work, loved my clients, loved the business. Um, And in the process, though, the family genetics, as you would know very well with the DNA company, kind of took over. I had lost my father at 62 to uh, a heart incident, uh, grandfather at 66, an uncle at 57, 
uh, a cousin of 49. So we have a bit of a cardiovascular problem of which the, we probably have that uh, inferior DNA situation with regards to our endothelial or our cardiovascular health. So I, having been uh, a little bit out of shape over the years and a lot of stress and challenges, um, had an emergency appendectomy in um, 2007. And in the process, going into that uh, surgery, it ended up that they clipped a vein inadvertently because they were fishing their way through a little bit of extra padding or a little extra fat. And so from that, uh, they didn't know that they clipped the vein, but um, they sent me home after the surgery. The hospital was busy, sent me home, middle of the night, I woke up, needed to go to the restroom, but then ended up, the next thing I knew, I had eight paramedics standing over me. I had collapsed. And uh, I've, all of a sudden, I'm in an ambulance going back to the emergency room and uh, determined that that clip vein that I've lost uh, several pints of blood, about five, actually. Uh, so it was getting pretty grim. And um, so raced into uh, ICU, various things. Um, they gave me uh, the wrong medication. I almost suffocated in ICU. Then they changed the nurse and she fixed, resolved the mistake of the previous nurse. And then uh, I ended up meeting with the cardiologist because my obviously my uh, vitals went crazy in the process. And with the family history anyway, I'd, I'd been somewhat ignoring and, and suffering from kind of the radiating arm. And I knew I had some blockages, but being in the insurance world, I didn't want to know. I kind of was, uh, ignorance was bliss kind of thing for me at that stage of my life. And and uh, ultimately, uh, faced with a kind of a crisis, they wanted to do the red contrast dye uh, test on me while I was still internally bleeding, which didn't sound like a great idea to me. But it, there was actually some confusion between the cardiologist and uh, the internist and the physician who had performed the surgery. Uh, there just didn't, I, I don't think the cardiologist was aware that I was internally bleeding still. And sure. um, so I refused that and through some kind of miraculous types of things and some, some actually natural situations, the, the bleeding stopped. And uh, once I got out of the hospital, I got out of there as fast as I could. I decided that they had invited me and basically told my family I needed to come back and have quadruple bypass. And I said, no, oh, I'm boy. sorry, I'm not coming back. And that what led me on the quest to try to discover an alternative to interventive uh, cardiovascular surgery. And that led me to the Nobel Prize being awarded. We can call it tomato or tomato. We call it, I call it nitric oxide, nitric oxide. It's the same, same thing. But essentially, I had no idea that there was something, uh, a molecule produced in the lining of your body that literally smoothed out and helped reduce the inflammatory condition of the lining of the microcapillaries and of the uh, vascular system. And it had been awarded the Nobel Prize in medicine for its impact on atherosclerosis and other heart-related items in 1998. So this was 2007, moving into 2008. And so when I discovered that, an, that you could take a supplement that would stimulate nitric oxide safely and that had been awarded the Nobel Prize, and there were thousands of articles at that point in time, now approaching over 200,000, you know, 20-some-odd uh, years later, I thought, you know, there's got to be a better way. And once I started taking uh, 
a supplement that helped stimulate my nitric oxide. That led me personally to all of a sudden having improved blood markers, my blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, everything improved. I felt better. All of the other symptoms that had gone with my prior to that surgery uh, virtually went away. And uh, here, I, here I am now, 17 years later, haven't been on a, a daily prescribed medication. I have a, a resting heart rate of, of, of a much better athlete than I am at this stage in time. And uh, my blood pressure and other things are phenomenal. And I have the energy of a 30-year-old. So based upon, it's been a great, great journey for me. That's excellent to hear. And you know, most people with a close brush with death don't necessarily go on, um, no matter how much of a motivator that might be, uh, to help change uh, the lives, thousands of lives of others to help prevent uh, this for them as well. I think statistically, most of us are unfamiliar with the idea that 50% of heart attacks are in fact silent. And that's, you know, something that's very difficult to control. Certainly, in part, and this is probably a significantly reduced percentage of the population caused by uh, surgical complication, which was your story. Um, and uh, you'll probably agree with the idea you never want to be there again. Um, and I, I have mention- not returned, actually, and, and, that's, uh, and that's problematic. And then when I learned in my quest, so I walked away from a multi-million dollar successful financial business to become essentially the Johnny Appleseed of nitric oxide, spreading the word throughout the world. And, uh, and it's been an amazing journey. And I had absolutely no background in this, but, you know, being relatively intelligent and, and a, a bit of a pursuer of truth, I tried to talk to the smartest people I could find. And I was appalled that there was so much information on this natural occurring supplementation event of being able to stimulate nitric oxide safely in the body and that nobody was talking about it other than a few people who conveniently at times ended up being uh, bought off by the pharmaceutical business that wasn't very excited about a natural product solving problems that normally surgery or expensive drugs could solve. And you know, there's a deep story to this. Most of us, I think, are familiar with the idea of risk analysis, and that is to say lipid panels and uh, hypertension, uh, obesity, some of which you rambled off as your own personal story. But you know, John, next over to you, because there is this very formidable, you know, let's talk about this ultimately leading to the um, you know, the awards, multiple awards, um, you know, given to scientists that explored and therefore uh, proved the idea around nitric oxide. But give it to us in simple terms, the role ultimately nitric oxide and cardiovascular health is playing, how Cardio Miracle works to boost uh, directly nitric oxide levels and the overall impact in cardiovascular health, particularly perhaps eventually you'll get a little bit into the uh, microvasculature, because most of us think of the cardiovascular system as heart and large vessels delivering blood to the system, and we forget about that other 50%. Well, one of the key things that was was really important, Bryce, was when I understood that nitric oxide was the third essential gas produced in the body. That was discovered by uh, Professor Stamler at Case Western University. He, he literally said that nitric oxide was essential to the regulation of oxygen and carbon dioxide. Now, everyone's heard of carbon dioxide and everyone's heard of oxygen, but very few had heard of the role of nitric oxide. And, and in actually in the 1990s, right before the Nobel Prize, Science Magazine referred to nitric oxide as 
the miracle molecule essential for life. Uh, later on, the University of Florida referred to it as the spark of life in the cell. Uh, now, hundred, a couple hundred thousand articles in clinical studies later, it's, it's referred to as the traffic cop, the first responder, essential to the functioning of the cell's ability to absorb nutrition. So the role of nitric oxide has become so established, and yet it can be generate. And as you get older, you, you downregulate. You don't have as much natural occurring nitric oxide as part of the aging process. And so by supplementing with amino acids, arginine, citrulline, ornithine, and, and then you have beetroot powder, astragalus root, hawthorn berry, all of these natural amino acids or uh, fruits and vegetable types of compounds that stimulate your body to almost push back the clock and, and start generating nitric oxide again safely throughout your bodily system. And Stanford Graham, who's worked with us for, you know, going on four years, has become one of the top experts in the world on the very complex physiology and the now the impact that we're starting to see the connection of virtually all of the essential vessels of the body, all of the cells, all of the interfacing between neurological cells, uh, lymphatic cells, uh, vascular systems of all of those types of things, and how important the balancing and safe delivery of nitric or nitric oxide is to all of those things. And I'm sure he can elaborate to some great extent. On Stay with us. We'll be right back. Try Pectisol Modified Citrus Pectin today and see for yourself how it can help you manage healthy inflammation levels to support your detox and weight loss goals. Listeners get 20% off with code UNPILL20 at ecoeugenics.link forward slash unpill. That's E-C-O-N-U-G-E-N-I-C-S dot link forward slash unpilled. Yeah, kept them quiet on purpose here because I know there's so much to unpack in that big brain. We've spoken at length off camera. Um, and no, I appreciate that whole backstory, John. Uh, Stanford, you know, there's so much you and I uh, share in so far as uh, background and, and our desire for uncovering science and uh, leading technologies. You've extensively studied nitric oxide and its role in heart health. Uh, from a pathophysiological perspective, your own personal um, perspective, as well as the science, do please enlighten us on this whole idea that, uh, A, we're all probably as deficient as we talk about things like vitamin D and, you know, and some other micronutrients. It's, it's impossible to be deficient in a sense uh, of the elements uh, that we're talking about, that precursor nitric oxide. Uh, but we're maybe gassing it or, you know, expending it and or have the genetics uh, to not, you know, uh, manufacture, if you will, enough of it. Uh, so give us the deep dive here. What is nitric oxide? What's it doing for us? What is Cardio uh, Miracle going to do to enhance that process? Well, Dr. Bryce, let me answer that question with a prefacing remark, because there's a beautiful integration between my relationship with John and the blessing I've had working with John with Cardio Miracle, and John and I have known each other over 20 years, as well as that story 
And then the story of uh, and the blessing and opportunity I had to meet Mansour Mohammed, your good friend and partner in the DNA company and establishing the DNA company, uh, who I had met in 2019 with Michael Fishman. I participated in getting a DNA analysis with the DNA company uh, about a month before John and I talked about me working together with John and Cardio in the Cardio Miracle Company. And one of the things that as uh, Mansoura was reviewing my personal um, handbook, the Sangram handbook provided to me by the DNA company and your analysis, your company's analysis, his first, the first red flag that he raised with me, Bryce, was, Stan, you have a, a genetically compromised endothelium. And I said, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> because, and so we went on to have this conversation that he actually told me that I, you know, of the, the creation of the endothelium and the genetic composition through which that happens. And the fact that I have an endothelium, which is a genetically compromised, so I have a disposition to a much lower production of nitric oxide. And that he actually told me, had I been the desk jockey lawyer, Stan Graham in another life, work 12 hours a day, come home and eat, you know, watch the news, eat um, highly processed food, I'd be dead. And fortunately, I had a lifestyle that was uh, actually helpful to my situation, that notwithstanding this endothelial compromised organ that I have, uh, nevertheless, I was very, he actually asked me, well, what's your resting heart rate? I told him, oh, it's 56. He knows I trained. So anyway, this, I'm here, Bryce, as, in, as a uh, really a beautiful, uh, almost I would call supernatural, but in this case, it would be naturally almost like an alchemic event in my life where I meet with uh, Monsoor and the DNA company. I find out a very significant health challenge that I haven't suffered yet with, but that's because of a lifestyle change, lifestyle choices over decades. And then within a month, I'm talking to one of my dearest friends, John Hewlett, and his mission and this Cardi Miracle product. And I get on this Cardi Miracle product, I see that my VO2 max improves by double digits within a couple of months. Crazy. So what does Cardi Miracle do? It's a phenomenal blend of uh, over four dozen ingredients that induces the largest organ of our endocrine system, the endothelium, which is this internal lining of all of our vasculature. Right. Even, inter in, even the interior of our heart is lined with these endothelial cells. So these endothelial cells have a primary function of producing this nitric oxide gas molecule that John has talked about, that you've talked about. And just to put a fine point on a, uh, something that John said, that it's the third molecule in relationship to two others, oxygen and carbon dioxide. Just to put a fine point on that, we call it the, the practice of respiration, breathing, is the exchange of those two molecules. And John was pointing out, Stamler's study in 2015 identified nitric oxide as, a as the necess third necessary molecule for respiration to support the exchange of oxygen and carbon dioxide. So a decrease in the production of nitric oxide means a decrease in respiration. It means a decrease in oxygen in your hemoglobin. In your red blood cells, which means hypoxia. When it's not functioning. Yeah, it means that your cells are going to be starved for oxygen. This leads to inflammatory conditions in the body. And just from diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer, it's, it's, a, uh, it's a tremendous uh, cascade 
cascading effect of really deleterious you know, consequences as a result of a, an endothelial dysfunction and a lower production of nitric oxide than what the body actually needs. And you have other things, just a couple of touch points. One, you'll have alterations in inflammation. Five things that'll happen if your endothelium isn't producing sufficient nitric oxide. You'll have an alteration in inflammation, that is your inflammatory biomarkers will proliferate. Your oxidative stresses will increase. You'll have more uh, oxidative molecules in the body. You'll, you'll lose telomere homeostasis. That will be compromised. You'll have neuroendocrine regulation problems. So you'll have a, uh, an increase in the phenomenology of PTSD and other associated, those types of phenomenologies. Uh, your mitochondrial activity right. will be compromised. All of that because your body isn't producing enough of this, what John has referred to you. Spot on. This is a miracle molecule because it regulates so many functions in the body that are essential to life. Right. If you're not delivering the oxygen, as you mentioned, the micronutrients, and essentially the serum of life to the end yes. goal, the end points and the tissues and the organs, uh, yes, uh, health starts to uh, become evaded and um, uh, you slowly but surely decline. This is also, by the way, well documented as uh, something that as we age, and certainly in North America not doing it so well, uh, we tend to lose capacity for, um, and that is to say the concept of vasodilatory function. <clears throat> you know, we, we, there's a lot we test for at the DNA company uh, related to cardiovascular health, including the entire methylation pathway alluded to that, mitochondrial function, how you manage lipids, the whole cholesterol panel, inflammation, yes. you know, you touched on that very importantly. Uh, but vascular integrity and malleability, if you will, so like the flow of blood through the larger to smaller and then eventually to microscopic level vessels is of utmost important too. full circle as we're just, as we're all agreeing here, get these nutrients and oxygen to their uh, to their end destination. You, you talk to me about Dr. Muhammad, who uh, we very proudly sit, uh, you know, largely on a lot of his IP and his uh, uh, pathway genomic concepts, the 9P21 gene, a lot of genomists, including him, he's probably ranked, you know, top five in the world, refer to this as the heart of the human genome. Uh, and, and very appropriately, uh, this particular, it's not so much a gene as much as it is a loci or an address, uh, you know, in particular, and there's a, a number of variations we look at, the more G association uh, variations to this, uh, these multiple SNP locations, the more likely you are uh, to be predisposed to heart disease, uh, stroke, uh, and endothelial dysfunction. So that's absolutely yes. imperative here. Uh, kinds of questions that listeners might ask themselves and or ask their patients about uh, is, you know, do you have a family history of stroke? Uh, do you have a family history of cardiovascular disease? Um, have you been tested for heavy metals, which, by the way, toxins have a huge and very, you know, very heavily implicated on damaging the endothelial lining? Do you have uh, easily irritated digestive system associated with pain or discomfort? All these things related. But when you have 9P21 that looks, and this is the analogy that we consider, looks more like, we, we talk about this as pan coating, okay? So it looks more like a cast iron pan. Everything kind of sticks to that. Uh, there's problems down the line. Uh, when it's more of a Teflon coated scenario, uh, you're better off. And it's almost like Cardio Miracle was designed for these individuals. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you list a lot of ingredients, you know, I'm very familiar with another hat that I wear is traveling the world and looking, you know, into the 
uh, manufacturers of the raw materials that supply the consumer facing brands like this, one of the flags that, you know, I typically have is, whoa, there's a lot of ingredients in here. How can this uh, product not be what we affectionately refer to as pixie dusted, meaning a little bit of a lot of different ingredients just to sort of pad the label? That is not the case here. So talk to me, John, about some of the hero ingredients here that you formulated with. And I commend you on this because, you know, there's a formidable amount of ingredients and you've done it in a way where there's therapeutic intervention by each and every single one of them. And as I mentioned, almost formulated to intervene on one's genetic destiny to sort of wash over the DNA and prevent endothelial line dysfunction, vasospasming, oxidative stress at this very delicate little layer. How'd you do it? What was going through your mind? Uh, and again, I also commend you on seven iterations. It's expensive enough to change one ingredient in a product, but seven uh, different times you've done that. So give us a little bit about, again, the backstory as to how you chose this, but then how you changed this product over time. I find that intriguing. Well, thank you, Bryce. And, uh, you know, again, I, I I wish I was uh, smart enough, qualified enough to to be able to claim credit for that, other than the fact that I felt like when I discovered that the world did not know that nitric oxide could have an impact on reversing cardiovascular problems. I, and I had no idea of the depth other than the fact that because I, you know, maybe I'm a little bit like Benjamin Franklin that I was a generalist enough that I tried to connect the dots. And that's really what I did. Having come from the financial world, uh, you know, in fact, I had, I'd been the leading agent in the world with Sun Life of Canada, one of your great Toronto companies, uh, a couple of years before I had my incident. And so I, I always wanted to know kind of how things worked from a com competition or a competitor standpoint. So once I found a nitric oxide supplement that reversed my problems that only had 15 ingredients. I started, I, hold, I held symposiums uh, and I brought in, I mean, I was a, 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 a lowly distributor with a nutritional company, leaving a multi-million dollar business. But the only place I could find the best product was with a nutritional network marketing company. And so once I found that, I kept saying, now, I think it could be better. And as I learned more science, as I talked to all of these different experts, I found experts that talked about arginine dysfunction. I found experts that talked about vitamin D3. I had never even heard of vitamin D3. I, I remember driving in my car, listening to Dr. Oz interviewing Dr. Mercola on the Oprah show. It's talking about vitamin D, this great discovery. This was like in 2010. And I was like, oh my goodness, that's really important. And so in the process, what happened is over a five-year period of time when I was involved with this nutritional company, that was one of the best in the world. I, I sought out the doctors. I argued with the pharmacists. I argued with others because I was just dealing from a state of logic. And, you know, now, I mean, people like, like Dr. Judy Mikevitz and others say, no, you're not smart enough, John. This was a download from God. And I go, well, I don't know. All I know is that I was a willing vessel to try to put the dots together. I, so I connected the dots. So it's, what happened was 
I encouraged the company I was working with to, to improve their product because it worked for me and it was working for thousands of others all over the world. And they said, well, we don't have enough margin. It's, it, it would be too expensive to add estrogen, which had been now clinically proven with astragalus roots and with Panax ginseng to extend the nitric oxide. So in my mind, I'm saying, you know, it's important to get nitric oxide, but if you get too much, is there a problem? And so how do you solve that? Well, antioxidants. If, if inflammation is the enemy of the cardiovascular system, then why don't we have astaxanthin in this? Why don't we right. have turmeric in this that have such a key role of, of that? Uh, if there's an issue with cognitive function of the microcapillaries in the brain, why don't we look towards uh, black pepper extract? And why aren't we looking at white pine bark uh, or pycnogenol type of things? Grape seed extract. So the first thing, Bryce, really was, was when I discovered that arginine and citrulline were the key ingredients based upon the Nobel Prize, I thought, okay, how much arginine, how much citrulline? What's the good? What's the bad? I had then uh, an entire industry grew up in, in the uh, 2000s about beets being the anti-arginine. They're, they built an entire industry saying that beets were superior to arginine. Well, I couldn't buy that. I didn't believe that. But there were some really clever and good marketing people and some smart doctors who, who validated that as you got older, your arginine resistance got higher. And so you needed beets to, to substitute for that. Well, I said to myself, well, like hell, why don't we do the Army, the Navy, the Air Force, the Coast Guard, the Space Corps? Let's overwhelm the arginine resistance by having extended nitric oxide. So that led me to put more citrulline in that backs up and becomes and converts to arginine and, and putting in ornithine, which helps balance that out. It wasn't until recently that Stanford in his deep dive research realized that critical arrangement between arginine, citrulline and ornithine. I was just listening to smart people and thought, well, that makes sense to me. I think I need to put that in. And interesting enough, um, about three years ago, we, we hired an extensive AI research group. And I basically said, look, I have 53 ingredients. People think I've lost my mind because it costs so much to put this quality into one, one serving of, of this product. But I said, I want the best in the world. That's what I want. But I said, I may have added things that aren't necessary. And so we paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to research it. And originally the, the scientist came back and he says, well, I said, I think there's a huge connection between nitric oxide and vitamin D3. I think there's a huge issue to why they're both important. He says, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. I mean, this is a PhD who, you know, I couldn't have carried his pocket protector in, in chemistry class, you know, when I was in school. And 30 days later, he's apologizing after doing all of the research, over 17 million data points, and said, how did you know this? I said, I didn't know anything. I just tried to follow what made sense to me in piecing together the pieces of the puzzle. And then I said, so are, are any of these ingredients a problem? He goes, it's like a beautiful symphony. They all work. It really together. is. And I said, yeah. well, then praise, praise be to God. You know, whatever God you want to believe in, because I believe that all I have been is a, a willing participant to try to help bring hope and healing to the hearts of mankind.
Bryce, can I emphasize the can I emphasize, excuse me, the, the connection that John just raised between nitric oxide and vitamin D3? Because this the study that he mentioned, it wasn't in, it isn't in wasn't in silico study of nitric oxide, as he says, of every ingredient in the Cardio Miracle, identifying every mechanism of action in Cardio Miracle and the effects of those mechanisms in the body comprehensively associating, you know, drawing data from 17 million different studies. So this is an AI in silico study. One of the things that they discovered there that had never been before seen in the human biological system was that when there is free, when there's free nitric oxide, that is sufficient production of nitric oxide that uh, is bioavailable. So it's not being consumed by superoxides and other things, but it's bioavailable to serve its function throughout the body and nitric oxide, by the way, just happens to be the fastest moving the fastest moving molecule in the human body. And as you know, Bryce, it there is no barrier that can prevent it from entering. Right. It so it serves this remarkable function. But what John had developed was a product that provides long-term production of nitric oxide. Nitric oxide, it was discovered in this study, in this cardiomerical study, actually communicates with the fat organ, with fat cells and informs them to release inert vitamin D, which is then hydrolyzed, as you know, through multiple organs to become really one of the highest forms of vitamin D3 for the body. So here's a, here's a biological human body produced vitamin D that isn't photon uh, necessitated, right? right? Uh, where the body is producing its own vitamin D, not derived from a... Uh, not being provided to it primarily uh, through a through another supplement, through capsules, whatever, which are so inefficient. But this is the first time that this biofeedback loop had been identified in the human system. And so to see, uh, for me, to see, it's part one of the, part of this beautiful story about Cardi Miracle is the interconnectedness of this ingredient list that John has put together and the different biological system functions that benefit as a consequence of, of this list. Because we just temporarily lost uh, Stanford, Stanford uh, but he'll come back momentarily, I'm sure. We, you know, what I was going to extend on there, and before uh, I do, John, I'll just say you get sure. the Citizen Science Award here because <laughs> whether it was very evident and obvious to you right at the get-go, or as you said, you know, you consulted uh, people in a team around you and leveraged science heavily. You know, some of my experiences led me to believe some of the best formulations out there are developed by non-PhDs and medical doctors that get a little bit too stringent rather than the multiplicity of right. moving end of ones over time and multiple studies that overlap each other. Uh, they get too hard-nosed in singular parameters and uh, exactly biometric right. endpoints. You know, and, and besides the 9P21 that we test for, um, which is that endothelial sensitivity, uh, the pan yeah. coating, if you will. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, we look at a whole bunch of other things. I heard uh, Stanford say earlier on, there's a correlation, obviously, to, uh, or no, it's you, uh, Alzheimer's. It's, it's it, the systems that the cardiovascular system touches is every single other system. So when you design a formula and a solution for this, you have to think of everything else in mind. So, it's, so this blends and ble leads itself into solving a lot of other system issues. We also, though, I want to mention at the DNA company, we test directly for the NOS3 gene. The production mm. of nitric oxide. We we affectionately refer to this as the party balloon. 
you know, so do, do your hands or feet get cold easily or are they always cold? You know, circulation, is that a problem? Do you always feel better with resistance training or weight bearing exercise versus cardiovascular exercise? It's a big one for folks that might be a, you know, subjective uh, sensation that they're not able to warm up into exercise as fast as they may ideally like to. And, or do your family members have an increased risk of varicosities or varicose veins? These are all signals that nitric oxide production is deficient. And that's a lot of folks, even with those three questions answered. So the party balloon, we call it this because ultimately it is responsible, as you well know, for inflation or and deflation or vasodilation and vasoconstriction. Right. And this is this got to be modulated, right? So as we talked about already, we're all on the same page here. This is not just about uh from vasoconstriction to vasodilation. We got to get this orchestrated. Yeah, right. And, and there's balance to this. So there's vasomodulation. And by the way, we also test for uh, ACE, which is the blood pressure uh, regulation gene. So the balance of fluids and salts. Um, and so we're looking at all these genes. And here's what I was, my bottom line was, as we look and investigate all these genes, and a lot of folks do have, unfortunately, the poor variations to the endothelial lining, the more predisposed than usual to inflammation. Uh, a lot of folks don't have the optimal NOS3 gene, um, and they, you know, have poor uh, lipid carrying capacities and even are more predisposed to things like Alzheimer's. They should, this is now my endorsement for you, be taking Cardiomiracle. It is an incredibly well formulated uh, product with, yeah, a lot of ingredients on there. There's no question. Uh, there's a ton, uh, but the it, we're not talking about taking one or two capsules a lot of folks have capsule fatigue we're talking about adding this you know into a glass of water or even you know uh, a little bit of juice first thing in the morning boom there you go and uh, and down the hatch so really easy uh to take um so as i understand it this is now really up to over uh, 50 ingredients right uh, including... yeah actually in fact the eighth eighth alliteration is uh, coming out uh soon uh, with a couple of other exciting little enhancements that we've learned from our thing. Well, you know, and when I go to these manufacturers, it's interesting, Bryce, because they say, don't you realize how expensive this is? And I said, I don't care. I said, we have the lowest margin of any nutritional product I'm aware of. I said, I just wanted to be the best. That's what I want. Right. And we'll we'll make it work on a very slim margin. You You mentioned capsules, for example. Uh, people all the time say, why don't you make it into a capsule? I said, you would have to take about 50 <laughs> capsules to right. get one serving of Cardio Miracle because it's over 10 grams of high quality ingredients, mostly organic or plant-based, and in order to get the efficacy. the And one of the great advantages for somebody as, as smart as yourself, Bryce, as you understand, the secret to Cardio Miracle is the nitric oxide sustained uh, expression. And we proved that with Professor Malinsky, the top expert in the world on measuring nitric oxide in the cell. He said, he came back to me when I went to him and I heard about him because he wrote the definitive paper on vitamin D and cardiovascular disease. And so I emailed him cold turkey and I said, I think I have the best nitric oxide product there is. I would like to talk to you about it. And his uh, PhD assistant called me back. I flew to Ohio. This is one of the companies was just getting started. I could no more afford to do this than fly to the moon. And I, I went to back and met with him. And we talked for a little while. And he goes, you're not smart enough to have done this. 
He says, <laughs> how did you do this? And I said, I don't know. He said, this is the most extensive formula I have ever seen. Tess, I said, well, what I wanted to know, Professor, I wanted to know how long we get sustained nitric oxide. And I said, because my experience has been that arginine is four hours, five hours, with citrulline maybe six, uh, beets is a couple of hours. I said, I'm interested in not having to take four servings a day or whatever to have sustained. He called me back three weeks later. He says, you're a genius and you have no idea why. And it was, it was a very interesting character. He said, oh, man. Well, this I, sustains I, I, nitric oxide for tw over 24 hours safely. Right. He says, right. and you reduce peroxynitrite. And I said, what is that? What's that? <laughs> I have no idea. And he said, well, you know, he said, there, no one, a... he says, no one has ever been able to solve the peroxynitrite problem. He says, you reduce peroxynitrite, which is the biggest problem with too much nitric oxide at the right. same time. And I said, well, it just made sense to me that if nitric oxide could be toxic at high levels, that you should put in adequate antioxidants. So I put in the finest organic fruits, vegetables, phytonutrients, et cetera, in the vitamins as a part of it. He goes, that was genius. I said, yeah. it just made sense to me that if you're going to have a problem with oxidation, you probably should put in some antioxidants. So yeah. it was just logic for me. Wrote my whole first book on it. The antioxidant prescription goes a ways back, but at the end of the day, wow. NO minus, that little minus at the top there, it's active. It's doing stuff for you, but it does need to be neutralized in excess Buffered. at the end of the day. Yeah. Buffered, correct. Once it's done its job and or if there's excess, which is why I love that you guys include citrulline and ornithine and the whole plethora of others to balance or what we call, you know, vasomodulate, right? So it's not just about vasodilation because you can be overly vasodilated and you stand up too quickly when you're like that and you, and you pass out. We could talk forever and run out of time here. I wanted to have with you guys is, you know, there's a lot of biohacking going on out there, right? And a lot of folks, you know, uh, you know, look into technologies and um, and how can we add years to our life? This is what I believe your product is doing, and that's squaring the curve. The interest of most biohackers is to gain more healthy years on their life uh, rather than slow, steady decline uh, by age. So, uh, but biohacking, we're doing what we think we're doing to add those healthy years on our life by, you know, jumping into a cold uh, water uh, plunge or spending extra time in a very hot uh, environment like a sauna, um, or maybe, maybe wearing a heart rate variability device, um, maybe even engaging, uh, you know, in some, uh, you know, expensive technology like pulsed electromagnetic frequencies. What are we talking about here? We are actually talking about everything and anything we can do, not exclusively, but the focus, if we talk physiology, is to enhance cardiovascular blood flow and perfusion of micronutrients and oxygen into peripheral tissues and, and, and organs. The very thing Cardio Miracle is doing. So talk to me, guys. What are your favorite biohacks? And, and let's get the message across that if people are doing this, whether or not they know they have predisposition to genetic or otherwise cardiovascular disease, this is an amplifier of so many of these biohacks out there. Something that somebody can take in water before doing a sauna, cold plunge, uh, heart rate variability, et cetera. One of the things that we say that Cardio Miracle by have, when once we discovered, Bryce, that the Cardio Miracle at the cell level 
was extending safe nitric oxide for 24 to 36 hours. That opened up a whole new ball game to me by saying, okay, what if we add anti-inflammatories like astaxanthin, right. like turmeric in, in its pure organic form? How is that going to help the inflammation issue? So we wanted to help strengthen the endothelial flexibility. We wanted the biodesolation. We wanted greater blood flow velocity. We wanted all of those things. But the other thing is we also wanted to strengthen the lymphatic system, which has been very much right. understated. And the endothelial cells in the lymphatic system, by working properly, increases that lymphatic drainage. So then connecting the dots several years ago, I said, you know, if, if, if amyloid proteins get, uh, gathering together into a cluster is suffocating the brain and causing Alzheimer's, et cetera, then maybe there's something. If we're healing microcapillaries, inflammatory condition, and their atherosclerotic tendencies, then we're going to get the blood and nutrients in there with the anti-inflammatories, with the with the the black pepper extract and the astaxanthin and the quercetin and those things that are going to help the cognitive situation, and at the same time keep the lymphatic vessels open that weren't even discovered by science until like 2018 that there was lymphatic system in the brain, which is crazy. I was talking about it back 10 years before that, and I didn't even know anything about it, and so. The, the, just the logic that we had a lymphatic system above our our shoulders just made sense to me. But here I was so in, interested in that now if we're increasing the blood velocity and at the same time the endothelial cells are strengthening and that tissue is strengthening, that's going to help the lymphatic contraction, which is to get the garbage out. So if we're flushing and getting the garbage in and the garbage out as, as best and then feeding the mitochondria with the uh, antioxidants and the anti-inflammatories and the other natural fruits, vegetables, phytonutrients, etc. Only good things could happen. And then our scientific study came back and they said, sounds a little crazy. I'm paraphrasing. Sounds a little crazy, but these ingredients and their uh, impact on all bodily functions have a dramatic impact on helping assist in all chronic illness. All. Yep. And yep. that, well, it, but that makes sense because if cells are damaged, as you know, we disease is merely a group of symptoms that we've somehow put a label on and said, oh, well, this is what you have is this disease. Well, most of it comes back to chronic inflammation, lack of oxygen and lack of blood flow and lymphatic drainage, in my right. uneducated opinion. No, it's a very educated one, and we appreciate it to be able to, and I'm glad you brought up, you know, the brain and the glymphatic system, uh, because we've we've heard at maybe nauseum the uh, heart, or rather the brain-gut connection, <clears throat> and this two-way highway, largely controlled by the vagus nerve and vasomotor uh, system, but the gut, or rather, again, the gut and the uh, brain, as well as the heart and brain, uh, are probably equally as important to acknowledge. And it is through this system of, of blood flow and oxygen, oxidative stress and or neutralizing the latter and uh, getting the garbage contents out. I think this is a, you know, why we talk about sleep hygiene. We talk about that not just to add more uh, you know, hours to uh, the pillow, clock more hours on the pillow, get deep rested sleep, but so that we have time for the glymphatics to work, to purge the garbage that, uh, that you know, uh, from toxic accumulation. And, and by that, I don't mean, you know, these ethereal, you know, industrialized uh, toxins in our 
air and waterways just by living and breathing. The very nature of toxic uh, accumulation of prooxidants is just, folks, by living and breathing and eating, they accumulate in your brain. And so at the end of the day, by enhancing uh, vasofunction, by enhancing and improving the endothelial lining, which is so small and delicate in the brain, and by protecting it and or improving upon it, we are helping and managing as it relates to uh, the glymphatic system and the heart-brain connection. Uh, and so I really appreciate you bringing that up. You know, you're, um, you're an elite athlete. Stanford, and thanks for uh, rejoining us. I know you're having some tech difficulties there. Um, I think we have them solved, Bryce. Yeah, good. I just want you to tell us, you know, because we're talking a lot of science here um, uh, while you're uh, briefly absent, but, you know, tell us a little bit about what you're trying to accomplish. A lot of folks would find this interesting, um, you know, but the relationship between fitness, cardiovascular health, especially in the context of, you know, aging and maintaining optimal uh, health over the age of 50 and what you're trying to accomplish in your own uh, in your own life with, uh, with, with the run, the big run. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so I'm on my uh, 62nd uh, circumlocution around the sun. And uh, I'm, I'm one of those, I, I don't think biological age has to be associated with chronological age or helio age, you know, if you want right. to call it that. Because right. um, the body, what the body's marvelous composition of uh, art and science, art and machinery, and Cardio Miracle really responds to that. It addresses that beauty. So what I'm seeking to do at uh, approaching a 62nd year of, uh, of uh, my time here is to um, working toward a, a four-minute mile. I mean, that's the objective. That's the ultimate objective is really hit that four-minute mile mark, and I'm at 426 right now. So the, on the way to that objective, I'm actually – looking to break a world record, the world record for 15 over uh, men's mile at the age of 62. And my, my fastest time right now is 426.5. So- wow, that's uh, impressive. Yes, what that means, uh, cardio miracle functions in a remarkable way because the maintenance of the endothelial cells, uh, having a functioning, a well-functioning endothelium. You mentioned, uh, endothelial dysfunction previously. Having a, a well-functioning endothelium means that you have a, a very efficient and beautiful interface between your liquid organ, which is your blood, and all of the data that it's carrying. Right. Because it, it's carrying a phenomenal amount of information, whether oxygen, nutrition, hydration, it, it, it's carrying uh, magnetic and chemical as well as mechanical uh, communications. When we talk about blood circulation, blood flow, blood viscosity, the velocity of the blood through the blood vessels, you know, Bryce, how, how important that is because the, the blood exercises a mechanical and shear force against the interior walls of the blood vessels, which induces the endothelial cells to produce nitric oxide. That sounds maybe complicated, but if you think about it, when we're moving, when we engage the body in physical activity, our heart will, produce, will push more blood through our circulatory system because our need for oxygen increases. So it responds naturally. And as blood flow increases in that cardiovascular system, the endothelium can be persuaded to produce more nitric oxide because of that increased blood flow, because the, mechan the increase in the mechanical shear force against the blood vessel walls 
And so you feel better. Absolutely. Brain works better. Muscles work better. So as an athlete, how does this benefit me? Well, when the endothelial cells are producing long-term nitric oxide, they're functioning at a very high level. They're the communication interfaces. You know, there are only there are maybe two cells that have direct contact with blood in its liquid state. And the endothelial cells are one of those cells. And so they interpret that data, all of the data that the blood's carrying, and they facilitate the transmission. And this is the magic of what I... They facilitate the transmission of that data from inside the blood compartment, inside that blood vessel, to outside the blood vessel. Right. Which is mind-blowing. People don't think about that. We have all this blood coursing through our body and all these microvasculatures, uh, these micro uh, vessels. How in the world does our body get the data from the blood into the interstitial tissue? How does it get through that wall? You're right. You're right. Well, that communication interface is the endothelium. Yep. And it's, a, it's, it's beautiful. It, key, it allows into the body what should go into the body from the blood and keeps out of the body what should not be communicated through that wall. Right. Moreover, it maintains the homeostatic pressure of outside and inside that blood vessel and the body. We avoid the hyperpermeability of our blood vasculature, which if we allowed that to happen, as you know, would induce sepsis. That's why the the whole thing we went through this last three years, that the COVID-19, uh, one of the primary cardiovascular surgeons from Harvard wrote a piece entitled, COVID-19 is after all an endothelial dysfunction disease. Right. So as an athlete, I can tell you that when your endothelium is functioning, you, you're your oxygen level in your blood increases. The oxygen availability, the exchange, the respiration of, uh, efficiency increases, it's, which means your VO2 max can increase. I can process more oxygen than when I need to. That that when that uh, demand increases, I can meet it for a longer period of time. Yeah. So I, I'm so happy you're understanding. I don't get passionate about this at all. I just yes. well, no, <laughs> I it's so it's a necessary, necessary conversation. Life. Exercise, you know, this might be hard for a lot of uh, listeners to uh, accept, but in my opinion, it very slightly, but does trump nutrition, very slightly. And I could argue that, and that's a whole other episode. But at the end of the day. Uh, and and, and nutrition is very, very important. And by the way, by nutrition, I don't mean supplementation because you cannot eat your way to therapeutic intervention. You can't use foods in any capacity that would ever replace uh, a formidable product like Cardio Miracle. This is above and beyond. So I kind of put it in this order. I put it um, exercise, lifestyle, sleep in one bucket of utmost importance. Second to that, therapeutic intervention that washes over your genes to know what you need to do to manage genetic expression, because of course you can't change your DNA, but you can manage genetic expression. That's a, a very close second. And a very close third is, is nutrition, ultimately what you put in your mouth. It's very important, but I kind of layer it in that order. And I'll tell you what, we talked about the, the genes that we tested the DNA company that predispose one to cardiovascular disease, but there's this big but. We don't all have to you know, look for uh, what might be wrong. We can go from good to better as I know you're doing Stanford, that's the whole point into later uh, ages and stages. And, you know, and I'll also say this, it's, I love the way you put data transfer at the endothelial lining. 
And it's not just, you know, the data transfer, but the intelligence of those cells. That's what we're looking at in the yeah. DNA. Are That's you right. equipped with a Teflon coated pan uh, or do you have to be concerned that you're a cast iron skillet? Do you have the functional party balloon or do you not? Are you protected with your superoxide dismutase or do you need to add support? Most of us need to add support and most of us should be considering it in the form of the cardio miracle uh, uh, supplementation. And here's the other thing. So not just data transfer and intelligence, compromised states, which I guarantee you 90% of those listening actually have without knowing it. And by that, I mean leakiness. You can have leaky gut. A lot of people are familiar and talk about that, but you can also have leaky brain. You can have a leaky and hyperpermeable cardiovascular system. That's the very nature we're talking about. If you have you know, peripheral edema, you're swelling in your periphery, retaining water, or you drink excessive alcohol, or have a poor diet and so forth, or just lack of exercise, all these things are going to lead to hyperpermeability. Here's a challenge for folks out there who want to test this for themselves. Get something called zonulin tested. Zonulin is the precursor and biomarker for leaky gut. But if you have an elevated zonulin and, and it's the gut you're looking at, I guarantee you have an elevated zonulin Absolutely. in the uh, cerebral vasculature, which is going to predispose you uh, to things like cognitive decline and, and maybe even Alzheimer's. And Cardi Miracle can be that solution. Folks, before we're tying this up now, uh, before we get to the end, I'd love to hear both of your thoughts, You know, one after the other. We'll start with you, John, about the future of heart health, not just what you intend, iteration eight of Cardio Miracle, but what new research or advancements uh, and trends are you foreseeing to shape the approach to cardiovascular health and wellness? Well, I, I appreciate it. First of all, it's been a delight to visit with you. We, I, I said to Stan, I said, I, I, I love talking to smart people, uh, knowledgeable people who are open-minded to new ideas. One of the great things, uh, Dr. Bryce, that, that, Cardio Miracle, I believe, does is it strengthens the immune system. And we are living in perilous attacks upon our immune system on every side. The other thing a lot of people don't understand is that stress and fear, of which we have an abundance of in our society today, also uh, downmodulate the nitric oxide and vitamin D that people have bioavailable to their body. So, the, so stress, fear, uh, all of the environmental issues are a big deal. Uh, for the physician, many of your uh, clients with the DNA company, uh, we have a neurosurgeon who is of African-American descent. They have some genetic issues, particularly with cardiovascular, diabetes, nitric oxide, bioavailability of uh, vitamin D, et cetera. He has found already as a surgeon who often does 9, 10, 12-hour surgeries that he has never felt better since going on Cardio Miracle before his surgery and drinking it during the surgery instead of drinking the orange juice and other things with sugar to give him energy to get to the end of the row. Caffeine uh, also inhibits your nitric oxide. It also inhibits your, your immune system with the vitamin D. People need to realize that this, uh, and the, the thing that I'm most excited about is we now have uh, going on our onto our fifth and sixth and seventh published papers that we're working on. We have science from the highest level validating what you've heard on this broadcast today. There are a lot of people that talk marketing talk and throw a lot of things around. We've decided to prove it scientifically. And we're absolutely so delighted that the due diligence of, of, a, of a group as reputable as the DNA company, not only are the 
the leaders and the owners and the founders and the directors all taking Cardio Miracle now, but they're, they're actually endorsing it now as a part of their system, which is really exciting for us to partner with you. And we're going to do everything possible to educate and help make the world a better place against the ravages of chronic illness, immune attacks, and cardiovascular disease. That's our mission. And we're delighted to link arms with the DNA company going forward. As are we, and we have some exciting, uh, you know, potential uh, trials in the future, perhaps with some interesting biomarkers and, you know, congratulations on everything. Stanford, we uh, want to hear from you. I don't know if I can add much, Bryce, to what John has said. The, um, we are, other than we're on a mission, we are on a mission. I appreciate, Bryce, your, uh, the fine point you made, uh, the difference between the word data and intelligence which is very significant. Uh, we are, humans are vessels of light, literally. Light and intelligence, and that's in play these days. Yep. Uh, there's a historic period we refer to as the dark ages. It was dark for a reason. You know, intelligence was pushed down. Light and intelligence was compromised. Uh, was sacrificed, really, uh, because of uh, power and control issues that, um, you know, the ones running those societies were seeking. And I think we're, we kind of live with some interesting dynamics that way. But when John speaks about, uh, yeah, we have a significant amount of fear that's being populated uh, throughout our societies. It's really important for people. I, in terms of the buckets, Bryce, that you identified how you address really well-being, that primary bucket of what I put in that first bucket as well is happiness, is uh, being positive, uh, helping other people, you know, finding joy in life, notwithstanding challenges. Because the, the, the stress, our response to stressors is uh, such a major contributor to our overall well-being. And uh, there is a direct correlation. There's even the research will, the research establishes this. There is a direct correlation between um, our response to stressors and our health. Absolutely. And I, I can tell you that the if blood is our life force, blood and oxygen, you know, blood and respiration, it is really hard to to find a more important organ in the body than our. Um, than our endothelium, which sits right in the middle of our endocrine system, and the endocrine system touches every other biological system. We're so integrated beautifully. Anyway, I would, I'm, I'm so grateful, Bryce, as John has said, grateful to be with you today. It's such a, uh, such a pleasure to, uh, you know, to speak with you and, and get to know you and establish, uh, further establish our relationship with the DNA company. We really are honored uh, to be with you and such a great team at the DNA company. And it's, uh, it's great to be able to serve with John. It's a remarkable product. And uh, I got, I just tell you, I, I received a phone call today from a friend I shared Cardio Miracle with two months ago. He's in Chicago. He's a 76 year old, year old uh, what he would call himself a, mess, a mustache, fat Polish guy <laughs> out of Chicago. But he called me today to say, I've been taking Cardio Miracle twice a day for two months. I had my AC1 tested yesterday. It was over eight. Two months ago, I'm now at 7.1. Nice. 
And he says, I attribute that to cardio miracle. And he said, he's a type two diabetic. Nice. And that's going to come to, you know, so just we that, that statement there from him is a beautiful explanation of here's why I get so excited about this. So. Listen, uh, we appreciate you guys and that, you know, your vision and mission uh, to increase substantially overall human health, square the curve, add healthy years on life and uh, not be daunted uh, by singular, uh, you know, uh, finite endpoints, um, uh, you know, and, and, and trying to change uh, some, you know, minutia of biochemistry, but you look at the whole person and, and we appreciate that as well. Uh, and, and so thanks guys, you know, for your time here at DNA Podcasts. Uh, love to share the work you do with listeners uh, so folks can go to cardiomiracle.com. Um, and thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the DNA Talks podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a comment down below, especially if there's a certain topic that you'd like us to discuss. You may all listen to this podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And if you wish to learn more, add us to your list of liked podcasts so you'll be able to be up to date on the next one that is upcoming. Uh, speaking of up to date, you can also find us on Instagram at DNA podcast, as well as uh, you can find me at wild on health. Thank you so much, Stanford and John for all you do. And until next time. Thank you, Bryce.